Hey y'all, this is Ty. I'm Shell. And I'm Q. And you're listening to the Triple Faith Walk Podcast, the show that provides perspective on the Bible and Christian living while encouraging authentic relationships with God. Hey everybody, hello, hello, and welcome to another episode with the Triple Faith Walk podcast. Um, Before we kick it off today, I just want to start us off with a quick prayer so that we can go ahead and jump in. So if you can close your eyes, go ahead and do so. If you cannot, that is okay. Father God, we thank you so much for today. We thank you for allowing us to come together and allowing us to speak and talk about our journeys of being intentional with you, God. I pray that this will bless someone that is listening, Lord, that they will receive it and it will help them to grow in their walk with you and on their faith journey, Lord. We praise and thank you for all that you are and all that you are doing. In Jesus' name, amen. So, this week, we decided on the topic of being intentional in your relationship with God. Um, and the scripture we chose for this topic is Romans 12, two, and also the book of Mark, which, um, we'll kind of get into later, but first just starting off with like the topic in general, the reason that I thought this would be a good thing to talk about is because for me personally, I've had moments in my life where I was, you know, reading my Bible, going to church, listening to my gospel one and twos on my Sundays, but really the rest of my life, I feel like was very, um, just like basic. There was no growth in my faith walk. And then I've also had moments in my life where, um, maybe I was being more like I was trying to grow, but then something occurs and I become stagnant in my faith walk. And so I think it's important to understand what it means to be intentional and also think about, how you can do that in your own faith journey to make sure that you're actually growing in your relationship with God. So just kind of starting off with that uh, preface, my question I want to start off with for the both of you is what does being intentional in your relationship with God mean to you? How do you interpret that? So being intentional, when you think about intentionality, it's really, you know, choosing to make decisions on what's basically important to you right um so when we talk about intentionality in our faith walk i think it is important to prioritize the lord and even if you know it's best to kind of have a schedule routine that way you can always you know kind of you know look to that and have some type of structure also to know that if your schedule does get disrupted for whatever reason to you know prioritize him and move things around just as other things got moved around make sure you put him back into the schedule and don't just overlook it because it is something that requires discipline um, and i use the word discipline because we have we have other things that motivate us you know when oftentimes and I, myself included when we're going through hard times or when we're going through a certain situation we're motivated you know to pray we're motivated to seek him we're motivated to get closer to him but when discipline comes into play, you don't need a motivation in order to seek the Lord, right? It's an intentional thing that you're doing to seek the Lord, to study his word, and then apply it to your life. Your life. Um, so that's what I think about when being intentional. 
I mean, I would agree with what Lachelle said. So definitely prioritizing God and keeping God a priority. I mean, life, life is busy, right? Things happen. Um, but ultimately, intentionality requires um, some level of discipline. And we should be seeking God out. And I think Lachelle just mentioned, you know, certain situations. So even challenges, major life changes, good or bad, right? I think there are times where we can be on extreme highs and we put God on the back burner. And there are times where we can be, you know, on extreme lows. And sometimes we do the opposite. Instead of seeking God, we put God on the back burner. We kind of turn away from God depending on certain situations or certain emotions that we're experiencing. So ultimately just keeping God a priority is what I would say it means to be intentional with God and trying to pursue him in all things, through all things, trying to be consistent or build consistency and pursue God on a daily basis. I think that the only way we reach or really understand our purpose in life, maybe we were talking offline about the Bible and I shared with you guys that my stepfather told me that the Bible stands for biblical instructions before leaving earth. And when I'm not intentional, I do bad things or I start bad behaviors, or it's easier for me to conform to culture and habits and old lifestyles of mine. So being intentional just keeps me in check. But I often think about how I should be carrying myself, what I should or should not be doing, because ultimately my bad behaviors put me in bad places. So being intentional helps me sometimes to not be in those bad places. Uh, Disclaimer, I'm not perfect. And no one is, so we all fall short. But I notice the more I read the word, the less I find myself being stressed and the less I find myself in situations where I shouldn't be or where I will do something not so good and walk away full of regrets. That, wow, y'all, first of all, y'all just said so many different things that I was just, I was trying to keep track of everything. First and foremost, I think the the part about being disciplined is so it's so important I think for me when I think of being intentional for me it's about am I in alignment with God am Mm. I drawing close to God so I'm always in my head thinking like okay what am I doing to draw nearer to God or to be in alignment with what he's calling me to do and a lot of that I think comes from what how I hear God speak to me or when he reveals different things to me and I'm like oh, okay I need to be prepared for that so I need to start working on certain things in my life now one of the things where we talked about like the routine the show I thought that was really good because I know that sometimes like when I get out of my routine and then I kind of feel distant from God and I'm like what's going on then I'm like no you got to get back into your routine of spending time with God every day and it might look different you know, every day, but again, prioritizing him and making sure that, like Quee said, you're pursuing him on a daily basis. And then what you said, Quee, about how when we aren't intentional with our relationship with God, it's so much easier for us to kind of conform to everything in the world, to conform to culture and go back to our old ways, which ties in perfectly with the scripture that we chose for this topic, which is Romans 12, 2. I'm gonna read it. Um, and I'm I'm coming to y'all from the I lost the cover of my Bible, so I don't know which translation this is. Um, so, but it says, "Do not conform any longer to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve God's what God's will is, His good, pleasing, and perfect will." 
so I think really what you said, Kui, was right on the money of if we're not intentional, if we're not doing this on a regular basis, we are going to go back to our old ways. We're going to do what we used to do. And even when it talks about renewing, it's saying it with an ing. This is ongoing. This is not something that we're supposed to stop doing. Mm-hmm. Now, you know what? Read that, read that scripture one more time. Read that scripture you. one more time. I got you. Do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. Mm. Heavy hitter. <laughs> it's coming for you. What's your thoughts, Q? Because you said, mm. That sounds like I mean, hit the spirit. So, it's a you know what? Like mm. <laughs> well, see, the thing is, I went out to my Bible and to look in some of the readings that I've done. Um, and if you guys look at Ephesians chapter 5, 15 through 16, I need y'all to pull that verse up real quick. Go okay. ahead and get Ephesians it. chapter 5. Yes, ma'am. Verse 15 through 16. <laughs> Let's get into it. Because right. I feel like it's it's um it's also confirming what you just said, right? And again, this is the Bible, so we're gonna take this for what it says. Mm. So it says, So be careful how you live, don't live like fools. But like those who are wise, make the most of every opportunity in these evil days. And that's the New Living Translation. And I feel like we're we're talking about both of these scriptures because the more we dive into our word or the more we are intentional with God, the wiser we become, right? Because we're learning what's expected of us by us doing our Bible study, by us, you know, I mean, yes, you can go to church and get the message on Sunday, but I mean, once you really get into the word yourself, you can you can personalize it based on what you need. You know what I'm saying? Use that search function in the Bible app, right? This is how we we get to become a better version of ourselves. And that's just by learning what's expected of us and then figuring out what that looks like for our particular life in the season that we're in. Yeah, I definitely agree. Because even if you back up to verse 1 in uh, Romans 12 and 1, it literally speaks the same thing and talking about urging, uh, offering your body as a living sacrifice. And your body should be holy and pleasing to God. And that is how you, you know, truly and properly worship, like starting with yourself, like your whole being, including your body. Um, and then going into Ephesians 5, like walking like wise men, talking like once thing that the old school saying, once you know better, you do better. Mm-hmm. And so kind of having this self-accountability, um, which Lord Jesus, you know I lack, but I'm I'm trying. I be trying, Lord. Uh, but it goes back to that discipline because I definitely feel what the both of y'all said. I, I I know that there's a direct correlation when I'm not in my Bible, when I'm not doing the things that I know I'm supposed to be doing and studying, studying and seeing with the oh my God surrounding me. I definitely fall victim of temptation more in all aspects. Um, like, and it's not just one thing here and there. Like. Um, like, you know, drinking, you know, living in the world, you know, going out, partying, and then it becomes where for months, you know, when I'm studying my word, reading my word, you know, I'm more like, oh, no, I'm, I'm good. I'm not going to do that, mm-hmm. you know, um, and I can definitely tell, like, in my life personally, and I'm saying that I don't know better, so I should be doing better, but it's easier for me to be like, oh, okay, I'll go. Yeah, I'll go. And then I feel convicted. Then I got to pray. <laughs> then I got 
Now, now I, I do want us to be careful, right? Because I'm almost certain in multiple places in the Bible, it talks about how we, we are to enjoy life, right? I think it's just about being mindful of who you belong to and why you are here while you're having fun. You can do both because I, I will I will turn up in a heartbeat, baby. But, you know, I'm not going to go. I'm not going to wild out. But I, well, I'm still a good time. I think I think you gotta clarify what See, you mean by turn well, up, Queen. But, but, Q, but you also know me, so I know when I said when I'm reflecting on me, I know it's, it's only it's either one end of the spectrum or I'm all in. You know what I'm saying? It ain't no middle for me. And that's that's a good point for real, Lachelle, because I feel like all up until maybe like two years ago, that was like my mindset. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> it was like okay, either I'm in my word, I'm going to church, I'm living for God, or if I'm messing up, I'm messing up. You know what I'm saying? If we go mess up, you know. If I'm going to say I'm Right. And I don't think it was until like the past couple of years where it wasn't so much about being one or the other because in, in that sense, we are putting the burden and the weight of trying to be perfect or not be perfect. You know what I mean? Whereas we're, we're more complex than that. You know, God already knows mm-hmm. we're going to mess up, but I feel like it's, it's the intentionality of it. So I even think about like, when I'm thinking of being intentional, I feel like there should be some type of, some type of shift, you know, in my life. Like, yeah, I'm still going to turn up and have fun, but now maybe I don't get drunk because I shifted something, you know what I'm saying? And Mm -hmm. I feel like for each person, those shifts happen at different times, but a shift should be occurring because we're trying to grow in our faith. And it it, it happens over time. Like we're not going to wake up and, you know, if you, if you was drinking, smoking, cussing, having sex, all of that, you know, before you're not going to wake up the next day and all of this is gone. You know what I'm saying? God might address each of those things individually. He might address other things individually as well. You know, even how we interact with people, our attitudes, our hearts, our mindsets, you know, but it happens over time. And it's not to say, be content with your sin. You know, you, like you said, having that conviction is an important part um, of growing in your faith. And you know what I see, but that's the beauty, right? God allows us to make choices. So even when we're, and we all fall short, right? I mean, that's welcome, welcome to the real world. Welcome to a, (laughs) but, but ultimately Mm -hmm. if you, if you learn to do better or if you know to do better, when you fall short, like you say, you can, you're convicted. I think the show, you said that, um, you could do something to be like, dang, now I knew better and I did it anyways. And you're going to go and you're going to repent because you knew better, right? I still feel like, you know, God, God's grace and mercy, hello? But we shouldn't be playing with God either, right? Like, if you, if you mm. want to make an intentional decision to do something differently, discipline yourself to do something differently. But be real about where you are in your, in your journey. Just because something today I can stop doing doesn't mean that that makes sense or that is the appropriate time for somebody else to make that same change in lifestyle or habit. You have to understand where you are, where you are and what's important to you at that time. I mean, there are pros and cons to everything. Is that something that you're you're ready for, right? Is that something that, you know, you think will add value to your life if you shift what you're doing? I think spiritual maturity is a part of it. You have to weigh those pros and cons. And, and if you're not ready for something, then you're not ready. But But ultimately, we are allowed to make choices. And I feel like everybody should do that for themselves. And whatever you decide, 
don't feel bad about it at the time because you still have time to grow. What do they say? God's still working on me. Always, baby. Okay. He always going to be working on me. <laughs> God's still working on me. But I think, like, for me, I was born and raised in church. I gave my my life to Christ at, like, four or something. So I feel like I be using it as an excuse sometimes. Like, you know what I mean? Like, literally an excuse. Like, and this is just me verbalizing my accountability or trying to hold myself accountable, rather. Um, because I've already been there, done that 20 times over. I really feel like that's an excuse or like, especially for people our age. And well, let me retract that. Not even just people our age, because even people, my mom and them age. And yes, mama, if you listen to this, you too. Cause she'll sit there and say something that she know wrong. And somebody be like, you know, that ain't Christ. Like, well, yeah. So, <laughs> uh, I think that is, um, great to evaluate the difference between grace and accountability because sometimes it's not God's grace. Sometimes we just need to have accountability because we know better um, than to let certain things fall out, just fall out our mouth and we choose not to. Like, that's us. We need to take ownership of that because that's not, you know, God is gracious, but, like, no. Like, we need to be accountable. We need to be accountable for our actions, and we need to really try to do better and hold ourselves to a higher standard. As I minister to you, I minister to, to myself. myself. Oh, Lord. Here they go. Go ahead, Ty. To myself. Sing it, sis. To myself. Oh, my God. Okay. But that goes back to spiritual maturity, right? It's one thing to say, you know, what I read today during my Bible study or what have you, that I am going to stop cussing. I'm just throwing something out there. I'm going to stop cussing, Right. And then I feel like that takes time. So I remember when Tylisha and I, you know what, Ty? You were actually in St. Louis and we were watching church. Mm-hmm. And we made the decision from that point forward that we were going to stop cussing. And we made that decision together. And we said we were going to hold each other accountable. But then we also said every time we cuss, you know, we had to do X, Y, and Z. So for me, Ty, I don't remember what yours was. But for me, I had to contribute more financially on Sundays than I typically would. And what I tell you, okay, and that money adds up. That money Baby. adds up. That money, that money, that adds, money up adds up. You start right. watching your mouth. You, <laughs> hello? You start watching you yours, start... and then every t- everybody else, too. You be like, right. what I told you to say it every time. You owe the bank a dollar. Wait a minute. I'm <laughs> if I was doing that, I would have no electricity because the bill would not get paid. Okay. And, and but that's but that's the thing, right? It's it's like where you are. So it just so happened to be that Ty and I that I think that message just it got us right together. So we were like, ooh, yes, Lord, we're gonna do better because we're gonna do better. We heard you loud and clear, we're right. gonna do better. But we took that step and that was based on where we were in our walk, right? And then where we were in terms of spiritual maturity. Because um, we could have easily said, well, <clears throat> we heard that. Don't apply, let it fly. Right, <laughs> exactly, exactly. But we chose to do self-reflection. Is your intentionality where it needs to be? Um, and if not, what are you willing to do about it? How are you being proactive yeah. in your relationship with God? And again, put your share. And have a conversation with yourself. And that's nobody's business where you are in your spiritual walk. Unless it's your, your spiritual accountability partner. Um, use those around you. I think we talked about that. 
Exactly. That's true. <laughs> everybody, everybody, everybody know. Everybody know the business now. Hello. And my mama business. And, and your <laughs> Lord bless it. Lord bless it. But yeah, you just have to figure out, you know, what, what makes sense for you. Um, and only share what you're comfortable sharing because at one mm-hmm. point I was very closed off. But now I'm here I am on this podcast. So let's talk about it. Um, but yeah, that's all I got for you, Ty. I'm good. I'm done talking now, y'all. I think we doing Right. We <laughs> I think um our relationship with God and even the things that we're trying to work on, like one thing that I started doing when I'm talking to God or when I'm praying is sometimes I don't even know what it is that I need to work on, you know? And I'm I'm a a believer that just because I'm working on something don't mean y'all need to be working on the same thing, right? Mm-hmm. And so I I will pray and ask God for correction and conviction in the areas that he wants me to work on. So then now if I'm doing something and I start to feel like, man, Ty, like you shouldn't have did that. Like I know it's because God is teaching me something, something different. Um even like this week, I just had an example like that where I was like telling my sisters some some additional chaos that was like going on in the family. And so I was telling them that, but I just said it in like such an insensitive way. And I, the next morning I woke up and it was just really on my heart because I was like, well, why did you say it like that? And so I apologize, but I felt like when I reflected on it, I felt like, you know, God was convicting me because he trying to teach me how to talk to people. You know what I mean? Like if I if I'm supposed to be building meaningful relationships and being a vessel I can't just because you know I receive something a certain type of way or I'm having off day I can't just you know come at people crazy or not be mindful of how I'm delivering information or negative information at that to people so I think when you also are praying you're asking God for correction and conviction and he'll reveal what things he wants you to work on right now and then you can begin to work on those things and have that spiritual accountability partner or maybe it's just between you and God and that's fine mm-hmm. too you know because everything's everything's not there to share but I did want to know so we talked about what that interpretation means now for each of you what are some like practical things that you do to be intentional with your relationship with God when I first decided that I was ready to be more intentional with God um I'm a planner. I'm a, I'm a very big planner. Um, I had to, I had to, I had to, I had to pencil that in if I'm being honest. Um, and by that, I mean, every night, 8.45 PM, my alarm went off. And in most cases, no matter what I was doing, I was going to stop and pause and do my daily readings between 8.45 and 9. Sometimes it takes a little bit longer. Sometimes it takes a little bit less time. I had to do that, or should I say, I had to use that alarm for a couple of months. It took me a couple of months, but then I was learning so much and I was growing so much from it that I didn't even need the alarm anymore. It was like, if I had a break in between meetings, if I, you know, had, you know, whatever, I don't know, Saturday, I'm sitting around the house or I'm doing yard work, whatever it was, I just started, you know what, I'm ready to do my reading for today because it was something I looked forward to. It became like a bonding point, but ultimately, it became something I needed. It's a part of, it's a part of me. I guess that's the best way to put it. It's like something mm-hmm. I need to do. There do you feel like, do you feel like now, um, or maybe, maybe this has never been a thing for you. Cause for me, I feel like when I was younger, like a kid, but also like young adult years, 
I would read my Bible, but I would just read it. You know what I mean? And I feel mm-hmm. like like you just read in the words and not really seeking to understand. I feel like now I'm a little bit more intentional. Was there a change, like a shift for you? Or have you always just been like very intentional and in understanding the word as you read it? Oh, no, ma'am. So we, I mean, I used to be in uh, Sunday school, you know, every Sunday, early morning. And I hated going to Sunday school. Um, I hated being called on to read. I hated being called on to answer questions. I just did not want to participate. I didn't want to talk about my perspective. I did not want to talk about what I thought. I just did not like it. So hopefully that answers your question about have things shifted. Um, I would say now <laughs> I'm grown and my Bible reads to me. Um, I don't <laughs> do the reading directly. Um, and I, I'm, a, I'm a good listener. I'm a good listener. Um, and I take notes. So um, I, I think I shared with you guys one, I, I take notes because it helps me to retain information. But then two, I can remember key um, key scriptures or key, um, I guess, concepts, for lack of a better term, key stories, whatever you want to call it, key characters, key, key personnel in the Bible. And it's like, I'm, I don't even know, it may be like 147 pages right now, um, just from me reading the Bible this year. But one, I'm actively listening as my Bible reads to me. Um, but then two, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about, you know, why, why is this important for me? Like, what, what can I take away from this? And even then, not, if it's not in that moment, then I want to capture it anyways, because I mean, I may need it tomorrow. Right. So I can go to my, my document and search for a certain word and then find the scripture and go back and read it again. You know, the more you read, the more you learn and the more you can crack jokes, right? You got to have fun sometimes. Hey. Um, so there, there are several people in the Bible and they stories. I'd be like, dang, they just as hard headed as me. Right. But then like, you know, <laughs> you, you, you share the word by having fun. Right. So I'd be calling folks certain names of the Bible. And then maybe that, that intrigues them to figure out now who the heck is such and such. And let me go ahead and, and look that up real quick and see what sis talking about. So, yeah, I would say my habits have changed. Wait, speaking of the names that they be saying in the Bible, y'all, I lost it when I read the scripture where that little boy called that man bald headed in the Bible. Like, he just be like, go on, bald head. I said, oh, no, this is not in the Bible. We was not calling people bald headed in the Bible. But they were. I got to find it. So y'all know that this is really in here because <laughs> the little boy literally be like, they make it fun of the dude and he like, go on, bald head, go on. I looked at all the different translations. It'd be like, go art thou ball. <laughs> like, they, be, <laughs> they be playing. But um, <laughs> I'm so I cannot stand you. <laughs> please, please find it. You, 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 find it. She sent it to us before when she read it. Y'all, I did, I did, because that just, I said for the rest of my life, I'm calling people bald-headed because it's in the Bible. It um, says 2 Kings chapter 2, verse 23. There you go. Right. Say it again for the second Second Kings chapter 2, verse 23. Um, And also, sidebar, Queen is like the queen of digital notes, y'all. I I feel privileged to, to receive the notes from the sermons and the scriptures she reads because the, it's the most thorough thing ever. I'm unfortunately, you all as our listeners don't have access, but <laughs> but I mean it's thorough. And I'm like a I'm a pen and paper person, 
So I actually had to like go back and look through my notebooks. My I have so many, but I have to go back and look through them to find what I need. And it would make sense to do it the other way. But I don't. I'm just a pen and paper person. That's okay. That yeah. works for you, right? You gotta you gotta use what works for you. That's true. Okay. Now my I was long winded and I talked for at least three, four, five minutes. So Lashiel, over yes, you, you may have to, to know. You may have to answer the question again. Uh, I'll ask you again. You got, Are you asking again for okay. theatrical effects? Go ahead. So, <clears throat> what? <laughs> no, I'm just playing. Let me stop. <laughs> <laughs> what practical things do you do to be intentional in your relationship with God? Great question. Great question. Great question. <laughs> um, um, I think if I'm going to keep it a book, no. Please do. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I think it looks different for me depending on what season I am in my life. I'm definitely kind of like you, a pen and paper. I do listen to the Bible, uh, but oftentimes, sometimes uh, I have to stop the, the recording and then read it for myself because I'm one of the people that got to read it a few times to understand, especially if it's a complex scripture. And then, uh, especially now, the way my schedule, I work out my schedule, I listen to the Bible on my way to work. But again, it looks different, you know, in my walks of life. Right now, I'm really focusing on the Lord guiding my tongue. And not necessarily, I ain't going to say stop cussing. Um, but stop being cynical and stop. Um, I know I'm a very sarcastic individual. And sometimes that can be deemed as belittling. And I'm making a conscious effort to think before I speak. And not because I mean, hold on. And if I'm going to hold myself accountable, 50% of the time I do. And not even harm, like, despite you. But if it don't make sense, it don't make sense. And if I tell you it don't make sense, then you keep telling me it makes sense. I'm going to say something very cynical so you can understand why it doesn't make sense. But also, like, makes you feel a little Um. So, and I'm working on it because I know it's not the best approach. So right now, a practical thing that I do is I pray in the moment. Like, and I even did this at work the other day. Because we were having a discourse, and I literally stopped and was like, Lord, please guide my tongue to say the right words in order to get the best results without offending. Um, so right now, the way I practically build this relationship is I literally, I'm not going to say I pray at every instance of the day, but like even just with the nature and the climate of everything that's going on, yeah, I know I drive a key and the key of boys be outside, child. I, I pray walking to my car and getting out of my car, and some people think that, you know, I'm over-exaggerating, but I definitely do. Um, just because being that I know that people are targeting my car, you never know who's on the other side of that. You know, you never know any of those things. So I take those moments and I don't take them lightly. Um, so like pray in the moment and really, and I think that goes back to episode one too. I think we was talking about putting God as the head of your life in all aspects. So I've really been taking these small moments where you, where I used to take for granted and really just like, even if it's a thank you, Lord, when I get to, to my destination, I unlock the door. I'll be like, oh, thank you, Jesus. Um, or thank you, God, for, you know, getting me here. You know, or let me know what, what work you need me to do in this season. What work do I need to do here now? And that's something I've really been trying to practice, I think, the last month or so, especially in that last job transition. I, like, prayer is the only thing that took me over to get through that. Like, literally, like, oh, Lord. Because I didn't want to go, but I needed a check because, just like I, the lights would be off if I did the custom thing for the $1 to be off of a quick job. Um, but that's something in the moment right now that I'm doing practical. I still read my Bible, um, still apply it. And I've started, um, I know I was going to Bedside Baptist for a while. 
Um, but I've been getting up and going to church and actually trying to be more intentional. Um, and I that sermon to... got to you. <laughs> that cuff the comfort got to you, huh? So, you know, because I was comfortable because I could just roll over and it's no reason why I'm not getting to church on time. I wake up at six o'clock every day. On a bad day, I wake up at seven thirty-eight. Why I can't make it to eleven o'clock service? Why? It's not that I can't. I just choose not to. Um, so even and then just like even us building this community and reading my Bible and really pouring into others and, you know, doing the, um, the Lord's work, serving, you know, giving back. I need to start doing it more, even though my profession allows me to do that, but I also get paid for it. What am I doing additional um, to kind of do those things? So I've really been trying to self-reflect and ask the Lord to lead it, but I also want him to lead and guide me to where he wants me to be and trying not to make those decisions on my own. So yeah, that was a lot. Have, do you ever have moments where you're like resistant to prayer? Or where like you like you just legit like, yeah, we not we not praying. <laughs> now and let me say and like I only get there. But some things I know dang on will, that's what I need to be doing, right? I know it. I mean, I'm gonna pray about it. And I don't. I'm, that, the furthest that that prayer goes, the thought of me saying that I'm gonna pray about. <laughs> what they be saying, black people be like when they say I'm gonna pray for you. That was them praying for you. Praying for you. <laughs> I should be like, oh, especially people ask you for something, and I know that I have the, you know, the means to give, or even if it's a rod or something. Okay, I'm praying about that. I'm not praying about that, baby. I'm not coming. Okay, you know. Oh, that's my favorite it. line. Like, well, I'm gonna I'm a pray about it. Uh, and then don't. And then don't. The, the lift of that prayer was right there. That's it. And if the Lord didn't tell me to get up in that moment, I'm going to lay down. Because y'all know I like to lay down. I'll be, I'll be asleep right now. It's 8.35, baby. I went to bed at 7.30 yesterday. Um, but no, but yeah, I, to answer your question, I'm serious. Uh, I want to say it's necessarily a resistance to prayer. And this is going to be a full transparent moment. If anybody know me, they know I can't. Full child, once I close my eyes and start praying, I be waking up and <laughs> like dang, <laughs> so I be praying that under the cover. Give <laughs> me dark, lights me out. <laughs> so I do. I find myself having to multitask. I can focus, Lord. And I know that sounds bad because some people be like, "You want me to give your undivided attention?" I think I got self-diagnosed. I think I got ADHD, self-diagnosed. But if I ain't fiddling with something, doing something, baby, that prayer ain't gonna get finished. Cause I'm a, <laughs> I think I got borderline narcolepsy. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> but let me stop playing. But I do be, I literally, cause I do most of my praying. So I'm a, not that I'm a private person when it comes to being religious and being a Christian. I'm not a private person when it comes to that. But even like when I pray before this, I do not like to pray like verbally out loud because my words get jumbled and what I, Stay up here, don't come out of down here. Um, so oftentimes, I think to cope with that, I've always prayed alone. You know, I've always prayed in solitude, and I always pray either at the beginning of my day when I'm alone, because most of the time when you're alone is in your room at the beginning of the day, and then at the end of the day. So that's where I kind of adapted like my lengthy prayers. Besides, like of course, like I told y'all, I've been praying and Lord God my tongue and stuff lately. But like my Lent prayers when I'm really praying for my friends, praying for my family, praying for this country, my city, um, my coworkers and all that. I used to be in bed. I think that's another reason why I'd be going to sleep. Because baby, I be, when I say I pray, 
Maybe I'll be praying. Okay. What what goes up must come down. <laughs> it must come down. So I'm gonna I'm gonna get it. You know, I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna get it all. I'm gonna get it all in that one time speak. Because if I die today, somebody gotta somebody had to lift up. Because sometimes I know like prayers of other people still carrying me. So and and I think mm. my friends are not religious and they're not you know spiritual and all this kind of stuff. But oftentimes they text me when they go into things like can you pray for me and I don't take that lightly. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So I do want to lift mm. them up. And it's it's power in prayer. So if they asked me to pray for them and they really need additional prayer, then that's something I need to take the time off to do and be intentional. Like I'm being intentional with the Lord, be intentional with my friendships. Because if I can go out to the club and drink with you, what kind of friend am I if I can't sit there and take the time out and pray for you? Um, and mm-hmm. I like to try to be as specific as possible. Child, I'll be going. I'll be going. I'll be telling. Come I'll on, man. At this hour. Uh, gotcha. Man, was totally out left. It was supposed to be. What was the question, child? No, you you answered the question. You answered the question. <laughs> you I'm, did. I'm just rambling. Sorry, it, I tried to up you, son. Uh, no, you, you you got transparent on us, which is good. So it's bad. Don't y'all be doing no, Not y'all. I'm talking to them other people that's listening. It's a um a song. <laughs> it's a song by um by the other people listening. <laughs> um, by the song is by Doe, and it's called When I Pray. But it's a line in a song where it's like, you know, I'm not always eloquent in speech. I don't know how to sound holy when I speak. And I think that, like, literally what you just said, like, sometimes we do get caught up on, like, how do I sound when I'm praying? It's pressure. Like, I was on a prayer call the other day, and they was like, feel free to jump in and pray. I said, nah, nah, y'all can't be <laughs> You know, because it can be intimidating, but, like, truthfully... I, I mean, I've heard people give some very powerful prayers and it really just sounded like they was talking on the phone to God. Like it wasn't, it was not, you know, this very eloquent art thou God come bestow upon it. Like it was nothing like that. And I think <laughs> even just the fact that you pray throughout your day is important because that I had to, that's something I actually had to be intentional in doing. Like I was a pray in the morning, pray at night type of person. And I was like, no, you need to have, you need to incorporate prayer all day. Like, um, I don't know what sermon it was. He was talking about keeping the line open. So when you pray, he said, I was just about to say that. (laughs) That was church here, Ty. That was. was. Mm -hmm. But he said, don't even say amen. Just keep the line open, you know, with God. Mm -hmm. And so that's good. I'm trying to, I'm trying to improve in that area for real. I mean, I do it more now, but we are work in progress. (laughs) The Lord is working. Aren't we all? Okay. Yeah, he yes. said it wasn't for me. Hey, hey, man. <laughs> I think um I had I was thinking of some of the like practical things that I personally do. Um and I think one of the main things was like just starting to invest in my faith um and and invest in like my knowledge as well, right? So like when I'm reading the Bible, being like now I read the Bible with the Bible dictionary, right? Because if I come across a word, I don't know, I'm a, I'm actually looking up. I'm not just going to skim past it. Like I'm really trying to be intentional in my faith and developing in that area. And then also another thing that I started getting back to was fasting and doing it more often. Um, because I was just, I, I think me and my sister, we started off doing a Daniel fast, maybe three, three, four years ago, something like that. I might be making that up. It might've been longer. Um, 
2017 that was the first time we did it um and then it just became a i'm gonna just do the daniels fast and that's the only fast i got for you lord and you know i had to start to think about like well why am i fasting in the first place like what is the purpose and for me it's like connecting to the holy spirit and being able to have discernment so then i had to challenge myself in that area to do it more often um so investing like in my faith and fasting and then just being mindful of what things I'm taking in um, are all things that have helped me be intentional. Being mindful of the things that I've been taking in, that's been a hard journey, y'all. My music listing got cut, my my shows, my movies, like it'd be, it be so hard. I'd be wanting to listen to, you know, whatever I want to listen to and I'd be like, mm yeah but we gonna listen to that and then you gonna be cussing or we gonna be listening to that and and now you're lusting at three o'clock in the morning you know so I have have to be so much more intentional now and it is not easy like even when I'm watching stuff I'm like a kid like I'm watching something and a sex scene come up I'm fast forwarding because I'm like no like I just I'm I pay a lot more attention to like what I'm taking in because I know that certain things like we said if we're not being intentional it's that much easier for me to go back to what I've been doing because that's what I'm used to and doing this is against the norm doing this takes me actually trying to do this so it's like I have to be mindful of what I'm listening to what I'm watching who I'm around and also removing triggers that I know are going to make me go back to what I used to be doing I used to be doing a lot (laughs) so that's deep (laughs) and you know what I was talking to a friend at the church one day (laughs) and we were talking about TV and social media and how like they used to call it I don't even know if it's still called that but they used to call it TV programming right because ultimately when you watch it enough some things you become desensitized to but other Mm. things you know it, it makes it, you get curious, right? Like you get curious. Um, so Ty, I'm glad that you know thyself. Okay, know thyself. If you know you need a censor, sis, go ahead and go ahead and do that for yourself. I'll be having to. I'll be over here watching pure flicks. <laughs> okay. I'm done. <laughs> I'm for, okay, first of all, but, this is also not an ad, but sometimes pure flicks be having the shows, but sometimes it be like, who made this in the basement? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and like. I get it. One of my shows that I do watch, and I it's just because I really like this show, is Touched by an Angel, but they took it off whatever I was watching it on, so I'm trying to find out where I can watch it now. But Pure Flix, it just depends on what you put on. It's going to be moving, but it, it's very uh, dr- dramatic. Um, it might be of the lower quality, but... <laughs> See, but I also think, you know, I never heard of that until today, but um, I love what you said, like, just know what you can and cannot do, because even, like, I know that you, you know, doing this with intentionality and things of that nature, but, like, even when we think of something, like, we can use sex, for example, because I heard you say you'd be, like, a kid and turning it off, but I think sex is such a bad stigma when sex, sex was never intended for bad, and again, this is not, not to go off topic, but even with, you know, what you can cling to, because, like, does they go for married couples in movies where technically mm. that's in the law of the Lord? You know what I mean? 
No, because when I get married, I'm going to watch the seat. No, okay, I'm just playing. <laughs> and, 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 and I'm just asking because, uh, you know, and again, I know that you have no thyself, and, you know, center for thyself. But, like, when we get to topics that can be, I don't want to call them controversial, but, like, and again, I just used that because that was the first thing that popped up in my head. But, like, if it's a married couple on TV or portraying to be a married couple and they're, mm-hmm. you know, enacting new sex and that thing, is that something that, you know, you should turn off? Or is it, since it is biblical, you know, is that something that I can watch, you know? And I think sometimes that, that question comes up often, and not that question specifically, but question throughout your faith, like the thin line between biblical and worldly when it comes to stuff like TV. Because we know that people are married, but also yeah. they're portraying to be married. And I think that goes, you know, in your faith, Rock, that's something that also needs to be talked about through the Lord, with the Lord, uh, to to give you the answer on what you need, you know, and I'm so you, I'm not saying you. I'm just like saying in general, you, yeah. Know? So I will say now, Lachelle, your interpretation of that is definitely not where I went. So where I went was that's just like if you see somebody eating popcorn and you know you like popcorn, you may want some popcorn. So when she said there are certain things she won't watch, I'm just assuming she means there are certain things that if she watches them, will you know, that is emotions. Yeah, no, 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 so, no, no, no. I definitely understand that. No, no, no. I didn't skip that. I was just using that example. I was just using that example. Okay. Oh. I'm like, I, I, no, no, no. I was like, see, my mind didn't go to, oh, this is, you know, this is wrong, quote unquote. My mind went to, okay, how does watching this make me feel? Or what does watching this, how does that, you know, influence my behaviors? I didn't even think what you just thought. So, yeah, girl, good for you for thinking that way. Because I sure wasn't there. I was like, wait, you lost <laughs> no, me. No, no, no. But that no, makes I, sense. That makes sense. No, I definitely get that too. Cause I, but I also think it depends on what level you are on, right? Mm. And I, again, I was just using that as an example because that was the last thing I heard. And then it's also one of the most controversial topics in religion, you know, um, premarital sex and homosexuality and I'm just trying to, that everybody wanna sex, 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 sex. Okay. And even TV be like sex, sex, you know what? They gonna be listening to this podcast like they don't dare say it's sex sex. Like no, but it's real, you know, but so I was just just made an example because some people, you know, it is some people that try to get really, really technical um with the Bible with um mm. we gotta word it, you know, and no disrespect to any religion, but like you know, we got to wear tassels. Women can't wear pants. You know, don't eat pork. Can't eat shrimp because they're bottom feeders. Can't eat catfish because they're bottom feeders. You know, like people that really can't get piercings, can't get tattoos. You know, so God, some I'm people dead. really, yeah, like, but you know, for those people, and not even like Tom in her walk, but you know, for other people that may be listening to this in their walk, um, if they get really, really technical with the Bible, what does that look like when we talk in entertainment? Because that's very real, you know? Yeah, yeah, that's true. And so that's why, that's where my mind kind of went when I heard that. But, and and I know Ty doing her own thing too, but. And you know what? That's a really good point. And I mean, it's like, again, going back to what is it that God is calling you to work on or where is he giving you that conviction to create a shift in your life because even for me the things that I've more recently started to change they they weren't always a thing that I was working on or something that I was always trying to create this change in music I love like music I love music and I've never 
have feel like I've had any type of limitation on what I could listen to or what I, you know, whatever the case was until we decided we was going to do some speech stewardship about management. And then I realized <laughs> half of my playlist had all types of curse words in it. And I'm like, okay, the more I'm realizing, like literally I'm listening to it and I'm cussing. Like it's making, <laughs> like not that it's making me cuss, but it's in my head now, you know? And I, and I think like, for whoever it is, whatever it, that you feel God is calling you to work on, figure out what is going to support you in that area. So thinking again about like, how do I remove those triggers? And it, and everybody is different. Like, you know, my convictions are not y'all convictions because God might not be telling you to do that. God might be using you and your situation and your walk to bless somebody else in a different way. That's why when you're choosing to work on things, don't do it based off of what somebody else is doing. Literally pray and ask God for correction. And then if you see something is pulling you away from that direction, that's normally the thing that you have to censor or shift. Mm -hmm. Yes, ma'am. Guys, that was, we talked about a lot, but that was good. That was good. Oh, and the other scripture, we did mention the other scripture, um, the book of Mark, which obviously I'm not about to read the book of Mark to y'all. Um, but I just feel like when we're talking about intentionality in our relationships with God, Jesus, of course, is like the number one example of what that looks like. Um, and if you, if you read the book of Mark and you just kind of see how, how Jesus like lives out his life and how he makes time for God. Like, yes, he's being charged with a, um, a task and a purpose and he's doing that and he's teaching and he's pouring into the disciples, but he is so intentional, intentional about taking time away from people to just spend with God. And I think if you are going to look at any example of how you can be more intentional in your prayer life and growing with God, read the book of Mark, Look at what God is, I mean, look at what Jesus is doing. Um, because I think both of you talked about discipline in the beginning. And baby, when I tell you Jesus level of discipline, different. Mm. And it's something that, you know, I don't I probably will never, you know, get to that level of disciplineness, if that's the word. Um, but <laughs> I just feel like, you know, if you if you're really looking for an example or a starting place read the book of Mark and, and really pay attention to what Jesus does and how he makes time for God. And that's all I got, folks. <laughs> He's intentional. There we go. Okay. I just need all of y'all listening to know that was Lachelle. It was not <laughs> Quamika. <laughs> that's Girl, the song, though. I'm Come on Father God. We thank you for bringing us here today, Lord. We thank you for allowing us to have a conversation about how we are striving to be intentional, God. I pray that the words that have left our mouth, Lord, that they reach someone's hearts, their minds, their ears, Lord, and helps them to grow in their relationship and in their walk with you, Lord. I thank you for allowing us to come together and to hold each other accountable and speak freely about our journey with you, God. I pray that you continue to bless us, watch over us, protect us, and keep us. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Amen.
right, y'all. Another opportunity for us to keep it real. May the good Lord bless you and may the good Lord keep you. Until next time, Triple Faith signing out.